This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to ringside. WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. What an incredible scene. The WWE fans have got to go. nothing like the WWE, and this is why. And Triple H has got to be seething. All right, everybody. It's the second hour of the two hours of power. This is Top Rope Review. Insert episode number here because I don't know what it is, and I don't think anyone else does either. So uh, find out, I'll find out. Wait, if, you know, if you know the episode number, please tweet us. <laughs> yeah, where, where can they tweet? Is that Tabitha? I didn't. I got really excited. That's so, we're so organized. <laughs> so yeah, we're coming to you guys live from the Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming in fabulous, fantastic Ferndale, Michigan. Just north of Eight Mile, uh, and we are in studio with all the normal cast of characters. We got Wookie Will, Zip. we got Mike Pakalski, uh, drummer for former critics. Oh, thanks for the shout. Yeah, out. a little pl- pluggy plug for you. Plug plug. Uh, we got our t- social media valet. Uh, what's your name, Tabitha? We got <laughs> we got resident <laughs> new guy around here, uh, g- uh, the genetic Jim Pot. Woo! And uh, w- and joining us for the second hour, we have uh, XICW. Uh, superstar Dickie Bronson. Hi. What are you drinking this time? It's water. just a regular water. Oh, no Perrier this <laughs> no time. No more okay. Perrier. Well, if somebody would fetch me one, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I got you, bro. <laughs> and and also, we still have in studio uh, J- our comic writer, J.R. Blanton, as well. I write funny books. All right. So, Nightmare fuel. Right what do you got? What do you got, Mike? <laughs> We're on episode 22, I think. Yeah, that's right. All right. Sounds good. Dino <laughs> Cicerelli. It's been confirmed by two sources. It must be right. <laughs> so this is, yeah, episode 22. Boom. Boom. Top rope review. So right. I wanted to see very well listeners were going to tell us. <laughs> I, I couldn't even figure it out. <laughs> well, we got, we got one. We already got one person, one uh, fan tweeting us. Shout out to Tim Cole. Oh. Huh? Yep. What's up, Tim? So, all right. So Dickie has been refueled here. I think we're ready to go. And talk about some wrestling. Wrestling in the house. <laughs> You're so excited. <laughs> Will is jacked that? right now. I'm just oh. I'm just excited for later. It's fast lane tonight. Hold on, hold on. I gotta get. Re- I'm I'm not ready. Fast lane is <laughs> on its ready. way. I gotta put on my wrestler. So, do you wrestler. think they call it a fast lane because the past couple of years they've had it the same day as the uh, Daytona 500? It must be. Oh, the. Well, Did you guys see that John Cena was at Daytona 500? Yes. Wasn't he the start your engines guy? Yeah, no, he, he was the pace car. He was the pace car. Breaking news, people. Him driving around the pace car. Okay. Yeah, so. I mean, boom. NASCAR is like the number one spectator sport in America, so they're really trying to get those pay per view views tonight on the WB network. 
Well, I know the stereotype is that NASCAR and wrestling share a demographic, a large demographic, but, you know. Oh, they're whispering. I don't know what's going on. Something's happening. So, uh, are we podcast on? business. <laughs> uh, Keep talking. Well, well, the, for when we take a break. Yeah. <laughs> one other thing uh, I want to say, uh, sh- shout out to Jimmy for that uh, awesome new theme song we got there. Thank you. Thank up. you. Five hours and 15 bucks and magic happened. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was good. I like you put the little uh, WrestleMania 3 Pontiac Michigan. Oh, had to. Had to, definitely. Cre- you know, w- we want people to know that this podcast is the cream of the crop. It is the cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I love your glasses, by the way, dude. Thank you. Yeah, those I, are so cool. Just, I'm, I'm so veins. jealous. You need the, uh, the uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Serious <laughs> question, though Do we think that, that WB has copyrighted cream of the crop? Because we should have a t shirt saying that. I, I don't think they've, they, I don't think they've uh, <laughs> trademarked that. But I, like I don't think Prima Wheat might have the quote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Yeah. We got our t-shirts made. We have that in the back, and there's our logo on the front. We sell like easily ten t-shirts. <laughs> well, I think if we're selling ten t-shirts, uh, and I'm sure five of those are going to be people in this room. Oh yeah, uh, that <laughs> that we will not be. We'll be under WWE's uh, suing radar. So you know, <laughs> we're not Earl Hebner around here. You know, selling <laughs> counterfeit t-shirts. Um, yeah, so my glasses, I got them from Pro Wrestling Crate. Uh, my Pro Wrestling Crate came yesterday. I also have a pretty sweet – I hate – I don't really like him right now because I feel like he shouldn't be on Raw anymore and I don't like his daughter. But I got a sweet Ric Flair T-shirt from Pro Wrestling Crate as well. Um, the theme was the 80s. So We should get those guys on our podcast. Ric Flair? Yes. yes. Woo! <laughs> All right. He's going to be at U of M. Be prepared to spend day. a lot. Right? That was – that was literally weeks ago. I thought so. <laughs> I've so spoken, you missed your chance. I've spoken his agents personally, and they are not nice people. <laughs> that I, sucks. I, I believe it. Oh, here's the funny thing. They're all, like, really, really good-looking, skinny model-like women. His it's, agents? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Maybe just the best at their job. Well, what is yeah. he? He's the, he's the kiss-stealing, limousine-driving, you know, like, we son of a gun. Wayland Dillon's son of a He's styling and profiling, guys. <laughs> styling and profiling. <laughs> One of them was really nice, but the other two were just kind of, like, really rude about the whole thing. They're like, well, he won't do it unless he gets this kind of money. And I'm like, are you kidding me? They're like, well, you know, he could either do this or he could go and do, like, a Super Bowl. And I'm like, okay. It's <laughs> I didn't see Bowl? him at the Super yeah, Bowl. I don't think he's doing a Super Bowl. I, I asked for he 10 minutes. Stone Cold's podcast. I asked for 10 minutes. Now, this was three years ago. I asked for 10 minutes, and they wanted 15 grand. Get the fuck out of here. Not kidding. Not kidding. F out of here. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Are we in the The PG era? era. (laughs) I'm trying. I'm really really trying. I'm really trying. Cena hates you now. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Oh man! So where do we, where do we want to start this week, guys? Um, Dude, fast so, in, in an hour, two hours, no, two hours. Two hours. It's in two hours. It's 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 at the cusp of of pre WrestleMania glory. All I know is that if there isn't some sort of goddamn swerve tonight in the main event, like one of the two Shield brothers needs to turn on each other, and if they don't and team up and beat Lesnar, I'm going to be pissed. They flirted with it on Monday. Out. This well, yeah, they've flirted, flirted with it, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. I, this is well, what I think is going to happen, is the match is going to start out with Lesnar beating the crap out of both of them and just dominating them. And then the Wyatt family is going to come down and beat the crap out of Lesnar to set up one or all members of the Wyatt family going against Lesnar at WrestleMania. 
Possibly. This is one of the options. And then it's going to be the two brothers going at it. Hopefully with Ambrose winning, because I think that's who should win. Yep. But they've been pushing Roman so hard lately. I don't There's want Roman no to win, way. dude. I There's no Roman. way. Did you watch Raw? A little bit, yeah. A little bit? All right, all right. The end of <laughs> Raw. Show. <laughs> Hashtag show prep. Dude, seriously. The end of Raw, like, you had Roman and Ambrose, or Ambrose, sitting in there. Ambrose. And they, and they, I like and Ambrose. Well, I knew a guy I used to buy weed from named Ambrose. But, but Ambrose there's a guy works. named, named all, right, all right, you got Ambrose and, and Roman in the ring, okay? And, and they kind of, like... Like Ambrose puts him in this fucking lock, and he's he's getting ready to to, to slam him in dirty deeds, and he gets out of it, and then they kind of like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Then they fucking fist bump. They had a very that's so us moment, dude. That yeah, right. <laughs> that's but so us. That that fist bump. Everybody, the whole crowd, yeah, right yeah. at that. I was like, you lost him. What did the hell did you do? Come on. Yeah, I I think that like, I think Ambrose like Ambrose winning tonight would be fresh. And it would be different, but they've they've been building this Roman versus Triple H thing for so long, so hard. I I, I just don't I don't see it happening. Well, I'm starting to feel like they may be building up a Ambrose Lesnar WrestleMania match. So if something happens where Ambrose and Lesnar they they kind of cost each other this match tonight, and that pushes onto a grudge match between the two of them at. Because really, if you look at all the promos building up to this, it's really been Ambrose saying, you know, Lesnar, I don't care how hard you kick my ass, I'm going to keep fighting you. I love and that part he, about it, been, dude. And Roman's been more of just playing, playing second fiddle to, to the main feud of these two. Mm-hmm. So it makes more sense. What's well, because he's, like, looking past it. It's like they don't even matter. He's He already knows. He's well, that's what I'm saying. So I, I feel like, I feel like A, at, at the Rumble, they did kind of build up this Wyatt family um, Lesnar feud, but then at the same time, it's like they're building up Ambrose and Lesnar right now. So I feel like one of these two storylines need to have a conclusion. I really try to ignore anything that the Wyatt family's involved in. Just, honestly, like they really just bother the living shit out of me. I don't like anything that they do. I hate Bray Wyatt. Now, given he's got talent, okay, the dude has got talent. He's a great wrestler, but his whole family and basically how they're just. They come out, they bully everybody, and no one person gets the glory. It's the Wyatt family. Like, if one of them lose, all the rest come out and kick that guy's ass, so the Wyatt family ultimately wins in the end. I think I know where it petered out. He was calling out The Undertaker. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then he's cutting these new promos after he wrestled The Undertaker. And he's like, you don't know who it's about. He's like, you've been in your ivory tower. You've been flying so high for so long. Yeah. Like, fucking going to take out a legend. Talking about Ryback, I'm like, you are over flattering Ryback, yeah. my friend. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> right. fuck? Ryback is, and that's the next where it started. Here. Every dude he put over so hard on the mic, and it ended up just being like, oh, that's what you're talking about. Well, well, well they never get a convincing win on a pay per view, and I mean, it's just they if they would have if they would have booked that faction strong from the start. What is if, going if, on? If you look at, don't listen to my phone. That's Snapchat. <laughs> uh, if if you just looked at their 2015 pay-per-view record, the Wyatt family was like, you compare their pay-per-view record to their Raw record, it was just, it's terrible. Like, they would go over and beat the crap out of guys on Raw and then lose to them at the pay-per-view. Yep. And it's just, they they, they, t- they took the Wyatt family and they had strong momentum, a great gimmick. Two years ago, like, people were dying to see. Yeah, and they're over. The on him. It's, it's overexposure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what that's and that and that's we were talking about that. I mean, I think we've talked about it several times, but it's like that's they they've forgotten 
how to long term book it feels like to me. And but they they over like when they and the crowd you know gets stale on things. But then when they find something that works, they shove it down your throat so much that it's not like it's not as good as it used to be. I like I, and Will gets anxious every time I say this, but I was like I don't even I don't even necessarily want to see the new day every week anymore because they just. It's like shove it down your throat. They so. are kind of shove it down your throat, but they're still good. They are still good. You know, they, that's they, a credit they, to they them, still though. good. They're campy as shit, and as long as you are in love with that campy kind of style, with the power of positivity and all that, you're like, dude, you're in. Well, you're you're watching the show. But I, I understand what you're saying, where you're like, okay, I get it. More New Day every time. Yeah. Well, and New Day's not afraid to make fun of themselves, which I think the Wyatt family doesn't do. The Wyatt family... They have a certain. Well, they're serious. Thing. It's a serious yeah. game. You know, it's just right. like, New Day. At least, well, they every week they come out and do something a little different, a little different style. All Wyatt family has to worry about is if they have enough lantern oil. <laughs> oh, for that battery power light they use. <laughs> That's all you got. Huh? That's all I got. That was it. I know. <laughs> you guys just want to go through the card real quick and talk about what we think on that, and then move on to other discussions. for fast lane, yeah. fast lane card. Yeah, sure. Does someone now, since you're providing that segue, will does someone have the card pulled up? I can. Uh, I get it in two seconds. Uh, what? Oh, wait, wait. What does everybody have that. to say about the that five the the fatal five way that happened on Raw, where Ambrose lost his championship to Kevin Owens uh, through a pin. To uh, 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 Prince Pretty, um, Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. Yeah, I, I love to me. To me, it family. says that that they. <laughs> I'm trying. You're so excited. No, I love it. It's good. It's refreshing because we're all like jaded. So it's. I, I like that you're like. Anyway, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, man. no, it's I'm good. In. It's 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 a good element for the show. I think. So. Um, yeah, I think that was cool. Like, I don't think we ever expect title uh, changes on Raw anymore because they don't happen very often. I love and so f- for that to happen, that was cool. But it also, like, the smart marks, we look at that and we're like, oh, they took a title. They took the secondary title off Dean. What does that mean? You know? It's, 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 dude, it, that's a play they've used forever. And even me having a sabbatical, okay, to where I didn't watch wrestling for a long time and then came back. Like, I missed the whole Daniel Bryant run. I missed a lot, okay? And then I come back in. Losing the Intercontinental to go after the world champion title is something they've used for a long time. Oh, yeah, no, time. that's what I'm saying. Look at like, Ricky Steamboat and Macho Man, okay? Back to WrestleMania three. What did he do? He didn't even care about the Intercontinental Champion. Oh, yeah, I'm going after you, Hogan, and the world title. Know what I'm saying? Dig it. Hey, guys, we got a call coming in. Oh, we got a call? <laughs> Hello. How's it going? You're Hello. on the Top Rope Review. Is this Jacob? This is Jacob. Jacob! Okay. So this is uh, my friend Jacob. He's Mike, out at Fastlane right now. Mike, don't you, telegraph that. You don't want the callers to know that we knew he was calling. I planned this. It, it, I know, but, it, but it takes away the, you know, okay, you broke kayfabe on the show. <laughs> Thank you, caller. Uh, where are you calling yeah. from? <laughs> we, are, we are calling from the Quick and Loans Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. What are you doing oh, at the Quick and Loans Arena? Yeah, we are at the, the Quicken Loans Arena, <clears throat> ready for Fastlane 2016. Ah, so cool. Is there is there a bunch of people packed, like, camped out, ready to go? Yeah, I mean, I mean, even right now, there's a lot of people on the Skywalk, 
getting into the arena. There's there's people at all the entrances. It's, it's kind of crazy. What's the general vibe down there right now? Um, you know, there's a. I've seen a lot of Intercontinental title belts, so I think that's going to be one of the big matches to watch tonight. You know, people are, are interested to see what Owens does. They're interested to see if, if Dolph does anything. I think that that's a big vibe right now. We got a hometown, uh, hometown boy in that match, so that might have uh, some sort of effect going on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's that. I've seen an awful lot of, of little kids still rocking the, the John Cena wear, which is kind of crazy. I mean, he's at the, um, Daytona, so he's obviously not going to be there tonight. So we'll see. He's, he's obviously not going to be there tonight. <laughs> There's no way he could. He, so that he is, that is surprising, though, that even though he's out, all these kids are still wearing. I mean, oh, yeah. I guess no. you have people wearing Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold shirts. So I mean, is it really that yeah. different? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, it's kind of exciting. You you hear a lot of, of woo chants, you know, the Ric Flair woo. Maybe. We are familiar just with from, just, <laughs> just from uh, wait, wait, wait. just from random people. Can you, us, can you give us an example of what that sounds like? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar. It, it, it's what you're not. You're not familiar with the uh, with the with, woo. With the, yeah, how does that really? sound like? Yeah, yeah. woo. But okay, it goes like this. Woo! <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. No, that's that's so. There's and that's actually a really interesting match because that was the first time I really saw Charlotte kind of really go heel, you know, on, on Raw last week. Oh, she did really well, go heel that against was, Brie, That was man, masterful. They, they used, they used like, come out and talk shit about Daniel Bryan. Oh, oh you know they were going to. Like, that yeah. Oh, yeah. heat on, on Charlotte. I, dude, all but right, That was right. perfect. Prediction. Do you think Charlotte's going to maintain the title after Fastlane? I, I think Char- after Fastlane, or, or do you think she's going to walk out of Fastlane with the title? I don't think she will. I honestly don't think she will, especially with all the love towards Daniel Bryan and Brie fighting her or wrestling her. I, know, I don't see it happening. I, I think I, for fan favorite, they're going to do it. I, I see it happening. You think so? Well, the dirt sheet. Say- Go ahead. You can you can say all you want, but you've got uh, you've got Ric Flair, one of the the original four horsemen, right in that corner. You yeah, know? that's gonna, true. Hold on to that title. There is a lot of influence cause. there. That's the, true. The, the dirt sheets are saying though that this might be Brie's last match. Yeah, she's. Well, so yep. she'll lose. I think. I, I think she'll she win. loses, and, and it puts more heat on Charlotte. So then Charlotte goes into WrestleMania against Sasha Becky. Banks or Becky or whoever with like with a huge. Yeah, heat. they did kind of. They did kind of uh, put a halt on the whole Becky Charlotte feud for a minute there. With, I think with I her, think her, te- her I think teaming up with Sasha. Last match. What's that? We're getting we're getting a little bit of Team Bay again. I think WrestleMania is going to be Bree's last match. I think she's going to win the title tonight and then do a career versus title match at WrestleMania. Lose her title because she wants to take a few years off because they want to start a family. Well, and so, her husband just retired. Yeah. Too, so. Well, he made me a retirement speech, and Bree's been saying this before he was, the retirement came up, that she thinks she's ready to have kids, and she wants to take time off when she's having kids. So Yeah, yeah she's already announced that she'll be gone by summertime, so this would be the perfect time to do it. Yeah. Yeah, you have her. You know what? I, I can definitely see that happening then. So what do you, th- still, what do you think about the triple threat tonight? Hmm? What do you think about triple the triple threat, threat tonight? Oh. I'm a, I'm a Reigns guy. Oh, you had a Reigns guy call the show? <laughs> I, I did not know about this. 
He put some crease in these I've guests. Been, I've been repping Rain since Royal Rumble 2015. You know, I, I saw him win in. I'm like, that's legit. And they, they built it since since WrestleMania last year. All right. Dean Ambrose or we riot. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Who's that? Put her on. <laughs> the true question so, right now I, is is what t shirt are you wearing to the arena tonight? What what t shirt? Yeah. I uh I have hit first, hit often. He is a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> what match are you looking forward to the most tonight? I uh, I'm excited to see Becky Lynch in action tonight. Thank you. I am. That is the one I am most excited yeah. for. Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited for Becky Lynch. I'm excited for Sasha Banks. I think they're they're two of the most exciting superstars in the WWE right now. What a great team up, too, right? I mean, the, oh my, the, the two oh. chicks with the extravagant hair. Let's just throw them together and make it work. <laughs> right. It's just it's colorful, you know? All right. Well, awesome. Jacob, thank you for calling in. Have fun tonight. Um, I will definitely hear from you tomorrow, probably. And thank you for calling right. in to the Top Rope Review. All right. Cool. Cool. Do you need a drink, Jimmy? I do, I do. Okay, Jimmy's signaling break at us. (laughs) (laughs) He needs a refill. I need a refill on beer. That's like the running joke that I don't, uh, I just tell the crowd what we're (laughs) trying to do. Jimmy needs a refill? (laughs) No, no, no. Like that, like someone will signal something to me and I'm like, what? Like, (laughs) so, yeah, let's do that real quick. Maybe just like one song. Yeah, just, it's And then after the break, we're going to, we're going to dive into some Dickie Bronson stuff. Oh, yes. You know. Make it personal for our guests. Yeah. For sure. Super personal. Yeah. A little uncomfortable, man. Find out what makes Dickie Brown personal and uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. We're all going to sit real close to him when we talk to him, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do it. Break time. Engines on. This is a previously recorded episode. I do. We're, we're, I on. we're on. We're, we're on. on. So this we're is thank you for the cue. We're here. <laughs> Good job uh, signaling. I said guy. thirty seconds. You did thirty, 30, 30 seconds. seconds. And I said, "Hey, we're on." And then you keep talking. No, he so just. All I heard was, to, "We're no, on." You need to signal us more than the closer to, to the point than thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> thirty seconds. Hey, we're on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's oh, a it's boy. a fast thirty seconds. Sometimes. It's a fast lane. <laughs> uh, oh shit! There you go. Nice, nice. We and we Our even got the left. fast lane promo <laughs> yeah. on the break. So, well, we talked about the Becky Sasha, okay, versus Team Bad. What what did Team Bad stand for? Stand for uh, beautiful and dangerous. Beautiful yes. and dangerous. That's right. That, that's some clever shit right there. I don't like it as much as the submission sorority. <laughs> that was that was the best. Oh. oh man, that good was stuff. good. That was real good. I forget why the Nike bit. So, so <laughs> coming up on this, you know on, exactly why. On Fastlane tonight, the main event. Oh yeah, you got Brock Lesnar, Dean Ambrose, and Roman Reigns in one arena. How do you think this is going to play out tonight? I'm hoping Dean. I want Jimmy to do a whole episode. <laughs> In macho voice, just one time. <laughs> Can you just call him Macho Man Jimmy? Macho Man Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm in, or, or genetic gym pop. I will have a million names. I'll be that one guest that has all the names. You can be, you'd be just like Joe Coleman with yeah. his million Right? Names. Why not? Mr. Latterday Night? I'm actually Mr. Flabberday Night, not really Don't, Latterday Night. Hey, <laughs> don't worry about it because Will was like, hey, 30 seconds, and then all of a sudden he just goes, we're on, we're on, stop talking. <laughs> he didn't even right warn now? us. Yeah, 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 yeah we are on. We are on. <laughs> Uh, this is just how it is, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's all right. We got a half an hour left. We're good. What's up? Oh, it locked you out. Oh, cool. Da, da, da. So we are whoa, whoa, here. Whoa. She doesn't know your password yet? Oh. We're not man. on password. It's not Facebook wow. official wow. then, bro. Yeah. Too, much, too much porn in the history for that. <laughs> I said, do I it's said, all that sunny porn, huh? I haven't seen it. Yes. Da, da, da. <laughs> well, you guys maybe just talk while I'm doing this real quick? Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, so Mike, sure. Mike, you and Ambrose so, to go over. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping somehow. What you hope for tonight? Lesnar is maybe out of the picture for a second, and we get that that um that Dean Roman face up that we've been waiting for. Because I, I don't think we're gonna, gonna get happen. that really? right off the bat. No, I no I, I no think no. Happen. I don't think it's I th- coming right off the bat. I think it's gonna happen like what happened on SmackDown, where they teamed up on on Brock. Yeah, because you I, have to that, you have to wear him out. He's the beast, man. They, they well, you just hit him in the nuts and he falls. Right, so that seems to be the only well, way they, to do they it. They beefed him up to where he's just this unbeatable. You know, phenomenon power of of ultimate fucking strength. And yeah, they booked themselves into a corner. I mean, they yeah. rightfully so, like rightfully so. Like, hey, don't get me wrong, dude. Brock is yeah. He's huge. And if he's gonna beat the streak, you want to like use that. But the, now they've kind of booked themselves into a corner because they, you know, they don't have they don't really have anybody who it's super believable. You know, so it's it's they've booked themselves into a corner. Hmm. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you got you got you got these guys who, you know, are supposed to be best friends and brothers that they're 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 playing that angle too. Like not only do you have, you know, brothers who are supposed to fight against everything fighting each other, but you also have these brothers facing unsurmountable odds of facing the beast Brock Lesnar. So it's the ultimate test of everything. Not only are they a test of, you know, manhood against this ultimate Fucking like Thunderlips, Ultimate Male, you know. But they have this. Compare Brock Lesnar to Thunderlips. As far as cinematic, (laughs) I mean, I get it. (laughs) You know, and then you have you know the 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 brother aspect where they have to fight each other, and I honestly think that's going to be their sell point because I think Brock Lesnar is put in there to be that spike in the road, that that unbeatable. You know, uh, unsurmountable force against an unmovable object of Dean and Roman, and they're ultimately going to take him out. The focus is going to be on them two breaking the brotherhood. That's what I think, at least. If I'm wrong, no, I I'm think, wrong. I think that's the major selling point of the main event. Oh, it is, and you know it's going to play out like that because everybody's going to be like, "Oh, they're getting beat up because Brock is going to come in there and just beat the living crap out of both of them." Yeah, till a point. Then it's going to be either Ambrose or Roman taking him over, and then it's going to come down to the point where, just like it was on the last pay-per-view, where you saw Ambrose and Triple H at the final event, and everyone's all, ah! It's like they were like, it's like they were testing just to see what the crowd reaction would be. You know, like who should we put in here? If we put this guy or this guy, they put Ambrose. Everybody went nuts, ready to go. Well, I think everybody just went nuts because it wasn't Reigns too, though. True, because I, dude, I'm sorry, everybody's sick of. The, the the Roman Empire. We're all done with that. Like, move on. I don't give a damn if you win. If if you win, I do not care. 
That is the absolute staple that shows that they are not going to do that. I hope so. I hope you're right. I hope I'm. Yeah, sure. I hope so too. <laughs> hello, hello, sir. Oh, hello, Conrad. How you doing, buddy? Keep an eye. Keep an eye. Grab a mic. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about fast wrestling. That's Dickie Bronson. Dickie Bronson? Conrad. Conrad. We well, did I've, that before. I've seen Dickie Bronson. We did that before. <laughs> hey, Will, can you turn Conrad on? Individual. Yeah, yeah, turn Conrad up just a little bit. We're on. Conrad yeah. just yeah. talked really loud. You're on. You're on, Conrad. I'm on five. Hey, now there I'm on. Is. There we go. You're muted because no one was in there. Oh, okay. So what about Fastline? Sorry. Well, we're just who, talking about Who do you want event. to win the main event? What I want to win the main event? Who Dean Ambrose all the way. Who do you think will win the main event? Who do I think will win the event? I think it will be... Brock, unfortunately. How? Uh, I think that we're going to see the little bit of the end of the friendship. I don't think we will see the end. Just because being the smart that I am, I know that tomorrow when they perform at Joe Lewis, there is a dark match, not dark match, and after you know the show match, mm-hmm. where they team up with each other along with a third person to go up against the main heels. So they're still going to be tagging together. As of tomorrow night. Hey, man, card subject to change, okay? okay you you know what? Shoot. You're correct. Shoot. You're <laughs> absolutely correct. But that that's what I'm calling. I'm calling Brock, unfortunately, because WWE tends to be real stupid sometimes. And they're not going to give us a Dean, which is what we want to see. That is what everybody wants. Yeah. Yeah. I I was just, when they took the belt off of him, off Dean Ambrose, was when I got worried. Because I would love to see a double champion again. But now they're like, take the belt off him. You know they're pushing him out of the IC title, which it's still though he could he could circle back to the IC title after Fastlane, demand his rematch for losing. Yeah. So a little redundant, in my humble opinion. Yeah, yeah. If you've moved on to the championship picture, the heavyweight championship picture, I don't see you. You know, circling back at least not that soon. Yeah. Never say never. Look at what happened to Daniel never Bryan. Never say never say never in the WWE. You look like <laughs> Daniel Bryan today. Mike. Holy shit, you do. Right? With the beard and, yes! and the hair? Yes! Yes! You yes! Really? No. 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 He does. I was all in. Come on. Jeez. Giggle. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. No problem. Anyway, oh. I got it back in here. I just wanted to sit right. in because I heard you guys talking Russ and stuff and want to shake this man's hand again. Oh, it's always a pro. When's the next time? I'm sorry. You guys probably already talked about this. No, when's the next not, uh, XICW 28th. show? The 28th? Yes. Oh, there was at one, Imperial House. There was one today. So if anyone was at the show today. Uh, Joe explain? Coleman lost. Please. Did he? Uh, oh, did he, he lost. Oh. Joe Coleman lost. Not I got, to play I got favorites, it. but I, I like know. that guy. I do, too. Yeah, we're he all Coleman. He was on your show last week, right? Last week. Yeah. 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 Both shows. We're all Coleman. No, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. Oh, was it two weeks ago? Last week was a Deadpool show. Oh, that's true. That's right. That's right. Shows where oh. I'm at. Oh. Right. Anyway, oh, you guys have a great show. All right. Thanks, I'll be, yeah, I'll be right. back for the Rack Show at 7 o'clock oh, on the Podcast fun. Detroit Network. What up, Just guys, saying. Just you saying. guys can tune out at 6.55. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell people not to listen, Will. That's not cool, man. That's dirty pool, mister. That's dirty pool. So speaking of XICW at the Imperial House on February 28th, it's going to be so great. Are you confirming? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so great. So great. What? <laughs> we're waiting for you. <laughs> I, I was just, I didn't know if you were going to say something else. You, you were doing that like, I'm Ron Bird. <laughs> like, I was I just was hoping like, what you guys I would was, take over the conversation. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. So speaking of XICW, uh, we have in our midst here one of the best wrestlers in XICW, Dickie Bronson. It's been a little quiet, but we're gonna we're gonna get in. We're gonna crack that nut right now, right so. now. <laughs> <laughs> Dickie Bronson. I'm just trying to make it weird. 
Yeah, he's Josh is I'm slowly, never coming back. Slowly creeping closer. He's like he's like the super him. tough guy behind the mic drinking Perrier. It's like it's a dangerous combination. Hey, Any minute tough, he's ready to explode. Tough but classy, right? I mean, right, tough yeah. but classy. Exactly. If a guy drinks Perrier doesn't mean he can't fuck some shit up. Goddamn right. <laughs> Is it still grapefruit, or we have have we changed? Uh, the, yeah, uh, it's still grapefruit. It's still, I thought we changed the outcome of that. Way to pay I would have liked to, but Jimmy apparently doesn't really care about my beverage. <laughs> One I, I, I went, I went with what I knew you had before. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knew what you liked. I bet you're a lazy lover. You know, <laughs> you just go to the same old standby. Sometimes, sometimes it depends. If the Walking Dead's on, then I'm just a quick, you know, in and out. But that's if, when you have to do doggy style. Yeah, so that's, both that's, watch. yeah, finishing move all the way. That's fair. I know. I don't have no babalities or anything like that. Babalities. So, Mike, Mortal Kombat was a game that was popular before you were born, uh, and one of the finishing things was babalities. <laughs> Did you guys watch the uh, the the awards that just happened? Where it was like the competition the on uh, no, and it was a, it was a Mortal Kombat actual uh, award ceremony where they, it, was a, it was a tournament. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys see the tournament? Uh, what's his name? Beat like the world champion. Yeah, it was like some guy from Toledo. I can't remember their names, but I'm gonna try to look them up to get them on the show eventually. But. Uh, Dude, it, it was it was honestly amazing the way that they could make those just the characters that you suck at ultimately just kick so much ass. Like, it, I'm just curious. It took did, me out of Supergirl for a Monday. I it, mean, did that's, anyone that's did anyone get over here? I'm just curious. <laughs> Because that's the only move I know how to do. I was just wondering if back, anybody back got forward. over here. That Get over be, here. That could be a wrestling thing, too. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It could be. Speaking of wrestling. Double entendre. So, Dickie. XICW. Sorry, I didn't mean to take it away. Dickie Bronson, what is your favorite video game? Do you play video games? It's been a while. PlayStation 2, Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, deep cut. That was a great game. Yes. Great so game. deep that I don't even have a follow-up question for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's an interview over, I guess. Look up a band called Red Sparrows. They used to be Neurosis. And oh, fucking really? throw on the first Red Sparrows album and play Sh- uh, Shadow of the Colossus, and your fucking day is gone. It you, sinks up. It's tremendous. Are you a hardcore punk fan? Yes. All right. I get that out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> We're not so different, you and I. No. <laughs> Mike probably sure. hasn't heard any of the bands. He was, he was dropping some, some names, and I was like, hmm. Getting the vibe that you are into uh, some '90s hardcore punk. Captain, how, how many hardcore punk fans does it take to screw in a light bulb? I, I don't know. Some obscure number you probably never even heard. Of. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Right? You want to wear? Hey, wait. Do you want to wear my glasses when you say that, dude? No, not these glasses. Oh. My, 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 like, my, wear my Your glasses. macho man glasses? No, the like the hipster, like, uh, you've probably never heard of it. Like, yeah, you've probably never heard of it. I mean, it's just way underground, you know? Yeah, this is a show, and it was like just me and two other guys, and then when the band was done playing, they shot those two other guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you were at a Gigi Allen show, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> so how did you get hooked up with uh, XICW? Let's... This is... Uh, Back on the rails. So if you saw the prequel to this earlier today with Jimmy, uh, we, so I just started wrestling again, and my buddy Nick was going to XICW and wrestling there, so I wrestled him a couple of pre-shows. I was just showing up to fucking hang out, and they were like, oh, you were a worker? Oh, you probably want a spot on the show, I guess. You know, like, well, I guess we'll throw you a bone. I was like, I just, oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> they, you know, and then I, I just kept showing up, and I'm like, well, I guess I fucking wrestle again. Uh, and... Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of evolved, and I got more and more into it. Now then, I was at the ring every week again and every day, and up at the school, and I still am. And uh, I don't know. You just I just grew on them, like a like a growth or fungus tumor how, no. fungus. How did your tag team? You just sort of broke up. Death Wish. I form. mean, it's pretty clear we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hoping that there's maybe, no gray area with a power bomb, bro. I'm I mean, I was that maybe the 28th will come out and you guys apologize, hugs, flowers. <laughs> I love that somebody wants that. I love that somebody is like, oh no, don't come love, out with a bouquet. No, hold on, don't me. love it. Uh, listeners of this show will know that Will's wrestling opinions are garbage, terrible. terrible. They're garbage. <laughs> He's like, oh man, I'm I'm so sad they stopped doing that Rusev Lana love storyline. That was so good. <laughs> Call in and let us know how terrible they are at 248-579-5295. Please do. Yeah. No, that was uh, that uh, that promo was like uh, that you cut the the breakup and then the promo that you cut was one of the most intense things on that oh, show. And we you. saw some I mean there were some incredible Bench matches stuff. but I was like I was like glued to my seat. I was like what's he going to say like this is Yeah, so I don't know. Cool. I didn't expect the dude in the crowd to come in under the play on that one. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. He start tearing that guy new asshole on the yeah. <laughs> Well, it's 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 good cuz it's kind of what they told me like you know what? Just be you and uh be an asshole. So So how, how did you guys um tag team first form? Well, so Originally, you know, they didn't really have much for me to do, and Jeff was uh, Chaz Montana at the time. I don't know if you were familiar with him. He was a cowboy. Yeah, no. So cowboy gimmicks. He was Jeff Brooks. Good, Originally, he was throwing fire. He was doing shooting stars. He was, you know. And then I don't know, somewhere down the line, he got a head injury, and from that point on, he thought he was a cowboy named Chaz Montana, and that is what he was. And so uh, people fucking hated it. And I don't know if they were supposed to or not. <laughs> but again, they had a very visual, visceral reaction. So it's funny because I was, you know, XI again. And they didn't have much for me to do. I remember I was just kind of going through the paces because, you know, it, it was something for me to do. And a lot of guys do that. I'm like, yeah, it's a hobby. And then I got to wrestle Willie Watts. And Willie Watts is a dude that, despite being a gimmick, like, he wants to do anything. He loves Japanese wrestling. He's like, let's do that. You want to do this? You want to do that? Sure. Fuck. So we got in there. And uh, me and Willie, I'm German suplexing. I'm doing, it's at the Comic-Con show, actually. It was the most yeah, yeah. Comic-Con show. And I got back there, and Jeff is back there, and he just goes, why don't you wrestle like that all the fucking time? Go, I don't know. This is somebody that actually wanted to do something. You know, He's just like, seriously, you need to do that all the time. And Huck, A.T. Huck came up to me, and he was one of those dudes. He was just like, like that was like a TV-ready match. And it's like, oh, somebody's saying something fucking nice. All right. Like now, right, you know, right, every right, time right. I want to quit, I'm just somebody says something nice. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and so we had uh, back-to-back shows. We did that Motor City Comic Con show, and then me and Jeff, Jeff told – uh, the booker, he goes like, I want to wrestle him because I want to, you know, let's have him fucking do something. So me and Jeff wrestled and, uh, you know, we're close friends. We were close friends before that. When I first came back, I hadn't met him before and we just hit it off. So then uh, we, uh, I wrestled him. It went fairly well and they wanted to have us do a feud. So we had one match and then it just kind of, kind of lost in the shuffle as things often do. And next show we're, we're tagging because there wasn't, well, these, these two guys, we could have them feud, but we need to tag team. We'll have them tag. We're like, okay, I guess we're a tag team now. And then after a while, we uh, just kept tagging. Luckily, we got to wrestle fucking Mad Dragon. <laughs> uh, and uh, that wasn't a dramatic intro. I had a brain fart. Uh, uh, we got to wrestle Hakeem Zane and, fuck, and TD before he retired, which was great. Our first two matches at the tag team were against those guys, and we crammed a lot in, and like it was pretty cool. It was like a crash course on how to work together, and – uh, it just 
despite the fact we weren't meant to get over, we just ended up getting over. And then they're like, you know what, Chaz Montana, like, Dickie Bronson and Jeff Brooks make more sense than Chaz Montana and Dickie Bronson. Either I get goofier and we make a thing out of it, or he goes back to just beating the shit out of people. And that's what we did. And then we just, it just, we just ran with it. And then the painkillers is where it really took off. We had to wrestle Jake and, uh, Jake and Donnie. And then, uh, and each time we had to top ourselves, you know, like, oh, well, fuck, where do we go from here? And I almost get pissed. They'd be like, you're wrestling the painkillers next week. I'm like, we did everything. <laughs> so how do you make it fresh? Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. And then um, it was just time. It was just time to to do something different now because, you know, there's so many other tag teams going on. There's so much other stuff. I feel like we could have had more to, more uh, more gas in the tank. But I think there's something fresh and uh, and having us go at it. I'm excited, too, because Jeff's another dude where if you encourage him to fucking go out there and, and do more shit, he's going to do some more shit. And now I'm. Fuck, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> so, so, so do you guys have a match then at, at uh, the next at the next Imperial House show? Not at the next one. He's gonna be he's gonna be out of town and not able to defend himself. So we'll see what happens a month after that. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're, I feel so like that's something that only the Imperial House we could. Uh, well, it's all at the Imperial House. Only at the best in Detroit. I think right, we'd so have we'll to throw down. Looking for the the uh, for the conclusion or the uh, not the conclusion, but the next step in that story. At the March twelfth show, uh, Best in Detroit is it four fifteen? Best in Detroit fifteen. That's you are asking me. I can't see your eyes. Yeah, yeah. that's real hard. <laughs> I think that was a general question. And <laughs> okay, we're gonna go fifteen. <laughs> so, uh, did you get Death Wish from the record label? No, no. Okay, uh, it was funny because uh, I had had the idea of being using Death Wish moniker for myself. Because uh, they had Bronson, people thought Charles Bronson, and he made the Death Wish movies. Oh, okay. Again, this was around before Mortal, Mortal Kombat, before you were okay. born, just to condescend you like the <laughs> assholes. Like that. Well, um, can, can I can I give you some background on that? Like, so Mike and I are in the, into the same type of music, but I've been like out of the scene a little bit. I've been like I I'm kind of like perpetually stuck in like um, like 2000 to 2000, 2003 to 2008, like oh, pop terrible. punk and stuff. <laughs> Well, no, uh, so, like, the pop punk scene is good. But, like, so he, there's been several conversations where Mike will be like, oh, yeah, this band, uh, Real Friends, or this band, uh, this band, uh, Neck Deep. And I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, yeah, you've, you're too old. I love that you picked the two bands that I, like, I, don't I, listen to I, I did all. that on purpose. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's always telling me about new stuff that I haven't heard, so I just kind of flip it on him. But anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. No, you're good. No, it's funny because somebody was like, uh, it was actually Bob and Dave hit me up and they're like well he's Chaz Montana so Charles and you're Dickie Bronson Charles Bronson why don't you be Death Wish I'm like oh, I didn't think like, about that for the fucking tag name so and it worked out I think that, yeah, was, that a, was good a, a big part of our success is we had a pretty cool name and it just worked so uh yeah that's where that came from that spun off but I did well, I'm like man I really want to just wear the Death Wish record label t-shirt. But that well, that, be... that's what I thought. The first time I heard it, I was like, oh, these guys definitely stole this from the no, label. No, 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 no. What's your favorite match you have XSW so far? Fuck. That's a tough one. I'd have to say uh, the first Imperial House show, me and Willie Watts went out there, and I feel like we told a really good story. It was one of the times where I'm like, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I feel like it was a complete... You know, it was its own entity. Front to back, I feel like that was, like, the most complete that we've done something. It wasn't, like, the most athletic or the most anything else. I feel like for what it was, that's exactly what it should have been. You told the story it needed to. Yeah. 
People knew it. Right. You knew it. So it just connected with everyone. Yeah. I feel like that's the one I feel is the most – one of the most successful, yeah. Right. Well, that's. I mean, I think storytelling is is always more important. That like athleticism is great and high spots are great, but like storytelling is the most important thing. And even on like on Ninja Starship, we were talking. You were talking about like watching guys. You've you've watched guys circle up, and that's more entertaining than like um, than other things. And and it, like when you said that, I, I I wanted to get this in, but I but we moved on to something else. And I th- think that's when we moved on to all the serious stuff. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to bring up yeah, wrestling right it, now. It went really serious for a second. <laughs> but like, it, in my mind, I thought of like one of the matches that like a, a shit ton of people say is like one of the best ma- – well, like on a lot of people's best matches ever list is Warrior Hogan at WrestleMania 5 oh, or WrestleMania dude. 6. Yeah. Uh, and like the, neither one of those guys are good workers, but the electricity and the popularity of both of those guys, like mm-hmm. the story that it told – and and the the fans' involvement in that match is what made that match. Even though neither one of those guys really, you know, are there's no five forty splashes or you know anything crazy like that in that in that match. Mm-hmm. Well, now that you guys get to tell me your favorite matches of mine, I feel like it's only fair that we just go around and we talk. Oh, about sure, sure. Guys. So, no, so, so I once saw you at Motor City <laughs> Comic Con. Leslie Willie Watts. That was my favorite. You just made that shit up. Goddamn. I I, uh, I my I think my favorite uh, Dickie Bronson match is the the one where you guys teamed with uh, somebody against the Scarbonians and Nunzio, and I can't remember who the that third was. Uh, team was. That was the last match. Yeah, that was yeah. the last one. Uh, Jamie Cox. Yeah, Jamie Cox. Yeah, yeah that's right. 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 Yeah. I like, I've only seen you guys three times. We just got I just got back into XICW. I haven't been a fan of it or haven't gone to it since. Mid, early mid two thousands when he was twelve. Yeah, basically, uh, actually, probably. Um, no, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does. Um, so, I, I really liked the first one because it was just a new impression, and I was like, "Whoa, these guys!" Oh no, we you listen back to the like when we were doing our little live broadcast. We we tried to do live broadcast <laughs> from. Uh, from the Ritz, and we were, I mean, we're not lying when we tell you that we were always impressed with Death Wish. Yeah, it was. The matches you guys I, I was just computer. fucking with you. You don't have to blow No, I know, but, I'm, no, <laughs> no, but I'm, te- I'm telling you, like, we were, we stopped doing those because it was always such a clusterfuck, but. Well, there's a, calling play-by-play is an art. And, yeah, and we don't have well, it. and it's, there's so much to it, like. Yeah. Yeah, there's was, a lot. It, it, We didn't really want to do play-by-play, we were just. We didn't try to do play-by-play. Yeah. Play. We were just were going to do a show, and then it ended up turning into play-by-play, play, but we didn't know anyone yet. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, this guy just did something. Oh, there's that creepy guy in the white mask yeah. again. What they say his name was? Like, yeah, it was, it was uh, <laughs> it was a train wreck. It's definitely episode not to listen to of our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have so many bad ones. A little, little rough. <laughs> hey, uh, so I want to – there's something I got to plug real quick before I forget. On uh, March 19th, um, a friend of the show, Jay Adams, uh, formerly known as uh, Eddie Venom, he is playing in a charity hockey game raising money for UCP uh, against the um, Detroit Red Wings Alumni Association team. Um, so we're going to post that stuff, the information for it on our social media. But I want you guys to, it's a good cause, and a uh, celebrity hockey game is always a lot of fun. Um, and there's a lot of uh, interesting, like, a lot of um, interesting names like involved in the Detroit Red Wings Alumni Association too, so you get to see some a pretty cool show if you oh, go yeah. if you go out for that. So March nineteenth, and all the uh, all the information will, and the links will be on our Facebook, Twitter, 
Twitter and stuff. Check that out. I got a good closeout ready to go. And then you can check us out next week. Uh, we'll be doing, we'll be at the Imperial House watching some great wrestling. So come to Imperial House, watch XICW. Come say hi to us. Um, so. Yeah, and, and some of us will also be at the, I don't think all four of us, but I know at least two, two three of us will be at the Great Lakes Comic Con. So Absolutely. yeah, just three of us will be at Great Lakes Comic Con on uh, Saturday, uh, the 27th of February. So 6th and 7th, 26th and 7th. So you're, not, so you're not coming to my show next Saturday at uh, Paychex? In Hamtramck? Your show oh, during the middle of the day? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when it goes to. All right. Maybe I was okay, leaving so early to come to your show, all right? Thank you. So, Dickie, do you uh, social media or where can fans uh, can check Dickie you Bronson out? Dickie Bronson on Facebook. That's with an I-E and not a Y. And then okay. uh, <laughs> Twitter is at Bronson Kills. And then well, like any upcoming name. shows you have to plug or anything else you need to plug? Just uh, XICW February 28th and then March 12th. So Sunday, February 28th, and then March 12th is a Saturday show. They got EC3. Uh, it's going to be a big one. You got Rhino. You have uh, your favorite Joe Coleman. I guess I'll be there too if you give a shit. Goddamn <laughs> right, we give a shit. <laughs> we got to all make Dickie right. Bronson signs for the next show. I'm going to make a shirt. You can always, you, when you ever come to the um, XICW show, you're not sure who we are. We will be the guy standing and clapping whenever someone who's been on this show walks out. That's us. All right. Is that it? Ready? Hit it, Jimmy. All right, here we go. All right, cool. Thank you. For if properly around the one's waist who is. Nose to nose, face to face. Although, Macho Man, I see you as one of the very best. I cannot with a clear conscience see you as the best. Is that right? Uh-oh. Well, I got a problem with that, Ultimate Warrior. I got a big problem with that. You might consider yourself the best because you've beaten the best in the World Wrestling Federation since you came into the World Wrestling Federation. And that might make you in your own mind the best that ever was. But let me give you a wake-up call. In Wembley Stadium, I'm going to prove to you in the entire world that the macho man Randy Savage is better than the best. Ooh, yeah! Oh, my! So this has been uh, Top Rope Review, episode 22. And we will uh, we will catch you guys next week. Uh Tweet us on Twitter, Top Rope Review, to let us know what you think about Fastlane. I think we'll, there'll be a little bit of live tweeting tonight. And uh, and check us out on Facebook, uh, Top Rope, Facebook.com slash Top Rope Review. We'll catch you next week. This is a previously recorded episode of